previously on Live at 605. I had a huge smile on my face, Aww. and I don't usually smile or laugh genuinely. Genuinely. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. somebody's tapping right now <laughs> coming to you live from a uh, sick but beautiful downtown toronto this is episode six of season 17 of live at 605 uh, i realize i'm not wearing my tooth retainer so <laughs> everything will have a weird lisp on it that's okay i i have um i i, have, I sound like i have rocks in my throat so <laughs> If you can make it through this episode, you're a real fan. We'll say that much. Absolutely. And if you make it through this whole podcast, let us know. We'll turn you into a super fan Ooh. next week, which would be fun. Um, but again, uh, last week was our best of episode, which is your favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely one that one of our friends from a birthday party yesterday was listening to. Nice. Uh, so we're hopefully that you guys got through it, listened to it, agree or disagree with all of our choices. Um, but we're going back to a regular mix of the shenanigans that we've been participating in over the last couple weeks. Yeah, did you have any feedback about Jersey Shore being your number one show of the year? Like, was anyone like, what, that show's so weird? Or Yeah, so our friend Rob, who could equally be our super fan of the week, he um, he's like, oh, I listened to the best of list and totally agree with your choice for number one show. Uh, so this was yesterday at Ferris's birthday. And so we were actually talking about that show in relation to like just like other shows on TV. And so Rob and I point, which was exactly my point on the podcast, it's one of the only shows we actively tune in live to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, of course it has to be your be- best show. Yeah, but you were giving me lift about making King of the Road my number three oh, show of the boy. year. Oh, boy. And how hard did I try to get you to watch the Teddy Perkins episode no. of Atlanta? Did you read that magazine yet? I'm not going to read it till you read Watch oh, Atlanta. Oh, boy. What, what did the magazine say about Atlanta? It said, it's, one guy's opinion was that it was the Just best one. series. No, that's what it says. It's like one person's opinion, and then they're like, here's another person's opinion. Atlanta was the best series of the year, and then they argued that the Teddy Porkins episode was one of the best episodes of the year. And I'll never mention again, but he's got to give me one reason why you don't want to watch, other than because I I always say that I... I don't. That's fair enough. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys want to get in contact with us and check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, because we have been up to some very cool shit, um, check me out on Instagram and Twitter. It's ValGomez23. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And by the time this one comes out, I'll probably be live tweeting the Bachelor premiere, which is <laughs> tonight, if you're listening to this in real time. Oh, we're watching the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, we're putting this out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening to this and watching the Bachelor, I'll be making snarky comments about the Virgin Colton and Ooh. and all those people. I already have, I already know who I think is going to win, but I'll save that for a future podcast. Ooh. But um, what, why don't you tell everyone what this specific episode's about this week? It's about me! You! And my birth. <laughs> we're going way back. Yeah, then. we're going way back. It's all about Valapalooza. It is my week long birthday festivities. Yeah, you always say that I like have a week's worth of birthdays. You usually do. How many different days were, did we spend celebrating your birthday? There was your friend's Three. birthday. No, there was four. Friend's birthday. Yeah. Your real birthday with me. Yeah. Family birthday. Yeah. Family birthday in Ottawa. 
Aww. Plus, I think there was like random gifts showing up for you at what? certain times, so I feel like you got like six or seven. Anyways, I very rarely, because of the day of my birth, get to celebrate so often. Yeah, but that's why I always make sure that I spend time on your birthday. What happened? No, I just, because we're both sick, Yeah. I was trying to think of the way to articulate what I wanted to say, and I couldn't, so I looked off into space. Like JD and Scrubs? Yeah. Oh, boy. Pause, Yeah, I go pee. Well, yeah, anyways, this week is all about you and your, your birthday and everything, which is very exciting. How was your birthday this year, before we get into all the stories? Probably 10 out of 10. You got to do everything you wanted to do? Yeah, and then some. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Well, this is the last day of Christmas vacation, basically. I know. We gotta go back to work. Well, uh, you already went back to work. For like a few days. I was off for two and a half weeks, and I went back for like three days. You've been off for about two weeks as well. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely... It def- feels longer. Yeah, but... but it, oh, thank God. Was it good? Like, usually at Christmas break, we get to binge one, one or two shows. Mm-hmm. Did we binge any good shows this... So I guess we're binging girls, mm-hmm. again... Which is interesting because you never watched the first couple seasons. No. Um, and then jumped in midway through. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. like second time around. Still hate Marnie. She's the yeah. worst. <laughs> Lena Dunham's character didn't bug me as much. But now the more we're watching it, I'm like, oh, she still does bug me. Oh, yeah. It's like you just quit, you know, your lifelong dream of writing because you had FOMO and yeah. stuff like that. And um, But I still like, like all the guys on Girls Are Good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Adam and Ray, Ray. And, and everything. Yeah. So, no, it's one of those shows where it's also, it's only like 22 minutes long, so it's kind of easy to go through and binge. Mm-hmm. So I've been enjoying that. And then we've been re-watching Scrubs. Which I love, because I love Dr. Cox. Yeah, Dr. Cox goes down as one of the best characters ever, I'd say. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we can talk more about... He's the best type of leader. Which is? The perfect balance of authenticity, diplomacy, and guidance. That was very poetic. Yes. Well, do you want to get into this week's? Yeah. Do you want to start with a sponsorship? Oh, boy, yes. Okay, is it, this is your sponsorship? It could be ours. It's Okay, then this is our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I think this is like a two-parter sponsorship because the first time when it happened... Some could say it was like a mirage, like, did it happen? And then I was like... I'm getting chills just thinking about it. I took a sip of my tea. I'm like, I had to spit it out. Oh, so disgusting. It's so gross. So I think back in November, um, we're going way back now. Yeah. Back in November, late November, I was going downstairs to our parking garage because I was going to go pick up my mom. That's right. Right? So to it was go my take bachelor your, day. your bachelor party day. Did we talk about your bachelor party? We did, but I don't think we mentioned this rat car. Oops, I just gave it away. But, no! But I don't think we talked about it because <coughs> I think we were busy talking about what happened on your bachelorette party. Okay. And then my so yeah, we definitely didn't go into detail. And this even if we did, it has a this story has an ending now. Yes. So, so it's okay. Okay, so basically. And we never posted pictures. Either, no. So. Um. So you were already gone out at yeah. this point. And then I was going downstairs to the parking garage to go get the car. And because they were doing renovations downstairs, our car got moved out of its original spot to another side. And so I walked... Which we actually liked this new temporary parking spot. Yeah, because I guess the spaces seemed a bit wider. It was a little emptier on that side, which was nice. I still think it's a bit closer, right, than the walk to our original spot. But neither here nor there. So I yeah. walked to the car... 
And as I'm, like, walking a bit closer, all of a sudden, I see this, like, thing peeking out. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, my eyes are hit or miss on the best days. But, like, you know, for the most part, I can see what's up. And so I walk a bit closer to our car, and I see this thing on the Ugh. neighboring car. And it's, like, what looks like a squirrel to me. Yeah, and you don't like squirrels. And I hate, squ- I hate most things. Yeah, I, like, I hate most, like, rodents, rodents and animals. and Free-range animals. Free-ranging animals. Okay, and it's also weird to see something in the basement. I've also seen on our path like on the ramp like a couple of years ago like the rat king Ugh, right when i was yeah. like coming home one day That's so disgusting. i don't want like, to think about that this is the thing like when you've seen things with your real eyes like in real life this is frightening as hell so i was walking downstairs walk up to our car on the neighboring car which is like an suv beside us i see this black thing i can't even drink this, anymore like, it's so standing disgusting on the hood of the car and i'm like terrified because i'm like i'm not going to our car because what happens if that thing fucking Ugh. runs down jumps and then on jumps on us or runs in our car so now i'm just kind of hanging out waiting for it to move yeah and i like press the button on the car to make a sound so yeah. it moves nothing happens so i'm like what the fuck so then i walk a bit closer and then i see two things on the Ugh. car and so i'm like oh my god what are these two black things and so, and so I'm like, oh my god, they're rats. They're not uh, even squirrels, which is even more disgusting. Yeah. Right? Especially because it's like... Disease-ridden rodents. <clears throat> and because we've had so much construction in our building, it wouldn't surprise me. No. Right? But I was like, obviously these two fucking things are beside our car. Like, Of course. So then I'm like, oh my god, I just need to like either get in the car and get the hell out of here or like run back upstairs. Like I can't stay down here anymore, but I'm like... This is weird. Nothing is moving. Yeah, it is weird. So then as I walk up closer to the car, and I'm like, okay, it's exactly like um, ripping the nose thing off my face. I'm like, I just got to pull the Band-Aid off. Yeah. Right? So I walk up closer to the car, and then I realize not only are there two rats on their car, there's possibly seven rats on the car. What the fuck? Amongst fish scales snakes snakes spiders spiders and things all like attached to this guy's car Uh, and i'm like what the fuck is this these all real no they're all like squishy toys but they look so real but they're like cemented on or like they're stuck on this car like this person drives around all year long with, with this shit on his uh, car so and so disgusting. like i ended up taking a picture because i'm like there's no way in hell you're gonna believe no me. i would not have believed you right i would have thought you were, were overreacting and, or something and so i'm like this is fucked up like it was terrifying especially if you're like you're not ready for it you <coughs> think there's rats on your car right and so i'm like oh my god this is so disgusting so anyway fast forward all the construction in the basement is done You've never seen this urban legend car. No. All you have is the picture. And even then, I thought you photoshopped it or something. Right? And so I'm like, oh my God, has John ever seen this car? Right? Every time we went down to the parking lot, we never, never saw, saw it, it again. And I was like, okay, maybe it's like a visitor, like a yeah. visitor parking car for like the weekend or something. And so, it's needless to say. So I'm like, okay, Halloween's also over. They could have taken all their shit off, right? Like, maybe they were just being lazy and, like, wanted to wait a month after Halloween to take off all their crazy shit. So then fast forward to, like, the end of, like, December, right? 
we end up getting our original parking spot back on the opposite side of the parking lot. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, man, we hate to go back. So then we all of a sudden, we wrap the corner. Yeah, so we're in the car. And we're like, okay, let's go back to our original spot. And I'm like, oh, man, someone's parked next to where we're going to park. That sucks. I was hoping it'd be like a free spot. Mm-hmm. And as we pull closer, what do we see parked <laughs> next to our actual spot? The Ratmobile. The Ratmobile. And so I'm like, oh, my God, you finally saw it. And I was like, what are the fucking chances in a building that has, like, 400 spots that this car is beside us again? I could not believe that that car was right beside our spot. And so I'm like, okay, like I said, maybe it's just parked there temporarily. Let me just see, you know, a lot of times you park and cars don't even have, like, their proper tags. Like, they just park wherever, like, it's the Wild Wild West. So far, what's our spot? Was 63? Yeah. That guy's spot was 64. Oh. <laughs> it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, out of all the 400 spaces, this person's permanently parked next to us? And so, like, I like not to sound super high maintenance, but I'm like, I just don't really want to see this every time I walk down to our car. I also feel like it draws unnecessary attention. Of course it does. And so I'm like, I think it's just more of a safety thing. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, can we ask to move back to our original space? Well, it's even like these things fucking hang off the side of the car. So it even like takes up more space. Yeah. And all this and that. It's just, it's an eyesore. Yeah. And you think it'll just attract a lot of people coming over and standing by in your car and this and that. Well, think about like what we just did. Yeah. It might also attract fucking rodents and stuff like exactly. that too right like trying to mate with these goddamn <laughs> animals and shit so so i was like okay well let me see if i can contact our management group you know mm-hmm. because they obviously suck too mm-hmm. with all the issues we had but luckily that not only were they able to move us from that spot mm-hmm. they were able to move us to our temporary spot which we actually did enjoy more yeah. so we are now luckily moved out from there into a brand new spot but away from the rat monster thank mobile god so, you're going to post a picture of it, right? Because yeah. I have some on my phone. Yeah, I'm going to write that down so I don't forget right now. Oh, boy. But was that the sponsorship? That was our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, why don't we get into this actual podcast this week when yeah. we're talking about your birthday. Yeah. So, I guess every year, my well, birthday, like, I always try and do something before my actual birthday. Just tell everyone friends. when your birthday is. My birthday is on the 23rd of December, which makes it kind of difficult to do a big hoot nanny with all of our friends because people so obviously drive away. They're w- visiting their families for the holidays. And then it also, <coughs> when you were a kid in a school, did they do stuff when it was people's birthday over the announcements? They would say their birthdays? Yeah. So what, what, what did they do for, like, Christmas break? Did they just say... And here's everyone's birthday while we were away on break. Like, did they do that? No. See, I feel... I don't even get that at work. (laughs) I know. Work's different, though. Like... No, but even, like, we never... I'm the only December birthday, and so, like, we always just, like, laugh about it in January. Yeah, like, in my school, when it was my birthday, you get an announcement, like, happy birthday to this person. No. And then what did you do when you were a kid for your birthday party? Like, was it still tough to get people to come? Uh, like when no. you're like 10 years old or something? No, those are a little bit easier. So everyone's on Christmas break? Everyone was on Christmas break and we, it was like an afternoon party or something. And I think my parents used to do it earlier in the year. Just like kind of <coughs> like how we do it now. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was always just more like, is it going to be a blizzard? Are people going to be away? Is it going to be... talking about your birthday or a wedding? <laughs> exactly. M- much of the same. I'm going to treat our wedding like my birthday. Yeah, I'm sorry, this, fast, this cuts ahead, but it's like, what were you doing last night? You were bullying our friends into RSVPing to the wedding. Yeah, I was 
there's bullying. Everybody's like, so how's the wedding planning going? And I'm like, good if all of you fucking RSVP'd. It's just, you never get that opportunity where you're sitting beside 10 of your friends and they're like all haven't RSVP'd. Yeah. So, but then it's still like 2018, they all jack out their phones and then like RSVP there. Yeah. Which makes funny. me happy. Yeah. So, anyways, back to your birthday. Uh, so this was good. Uh, this year, we didn't really want to go out. I said I wanted to do like a Christmas dinner kind of thing and i love hosting and so we dinner have, parties we have a great dining room table you pull out the leaves at home <coughs> it's um three six eight people comfortably you said ten, ten no i said eight people comfortably ten people uncomfortably yes how many people did you invite to have dinner 18 18 whole people 18 whole <coughs> people <coughs> and where are you seeing all these people i don't know yet and so the other part was our friend maddie sorry you you, we had 18 people. How many people did you invite? 22? Uh, 23? No, it's like 22. Okay. Neither here nor For there. For a sit-down dinner. For a sit-down dinner. And so some might say it was the majority of the wedding party, right? So it was like your nearest and dearest, right? And so I wanted to do a sit-down dinner. The other problem was I thought I was going to take a half day that day, and I didn't. So I ended up working. So this was like December 17th, I think. Yeah, it was my la- I had to work. It was my last day of work before I was off for two and a half weeks. So I was like, and I remember there was like a bunch of things to do, obviously, because mm-hmm. I was off for two weeks. So I had to get all this mm-hmm. stuff done or I would have tried to have stayed home with you. Yeah, because I felt like you were invested in the party, but you were more like not invested in you it. You invited 18 people to I sit I know, down. you were more distressed out about where everyone's going to sit. That's because there's no room for me I to had sit. my own challenges to deal with. I decided to make a turkey. This is why, I was going to say, this is why we make a good couple. Mm. Because it goes back to, like, the Grand Canyon stuff, where you booked this amazing vacation. Yeah. And you're a dreamer, which Mm. is good. Mm. I'm... You're a warrior. I'm a warrior. So it's like, can we go to the Grand Canyon? Yes. Can we have a dinner party with 12 of our close friends? Sure. But it's like, okay, can we also drive for three hours to this remote location park, walk another Which four hours, waterfalls. walk another four hours to this waterfall, mm-hmm. spend two hours there, walk four hours back, and then drive five hours to our hotel? Yes. No. <laughs> Can we have friends over for dinner? Yes. 23 people? No. I would have made it work. And I tried to give you examples of other times you've had that many people here. And so you were trying to be like, oh, let people eat on the coffee table. So you say the carpet. Yeah, the coffee table's huge. No, I don't want people having to eat on the coffee table. And so I was like, I'll figure it out, John. Don't worry. And so, like, needless to say again, and it's kind of the exact same as my bachelorette party, where this was the biggest, most busiest week of work yeah. ever. And so I'm, like, trying to, like, do double duty, like, buying groceries, Figuring out this table debacle, finding chairs. So right? yeah, let's go back. What did we? What did you figure out for the table situation? Because as I said, we can fit ten people uncomfortably, but we were invited. How many was it in the end? Twenty-two. That's how many people came. Oh no, like how 16, many people? Sixteen, I think. Sixteen. So yeah. we needed a table that sat another six people. Yeah. So you came up with a good solution. So initially, the solution I came up with was Sean had a table, yeah. right? But it was a circle table, and he said that I could borrow it. But then I was like, totally forgot that I said yes to that. And so he got it out of storage. And then I was like, oops, right? So that failed. And then the other thing I was thinking was, okay, um, what the fuck was it? I was like, why can't I, can I borrow one from work? Work, unfortunately, I wasn't able to because yeah, it, it totally makes sense. 
And then um, I was like, oh, why don't I ask my parents, right? And so I'm like, now that we got this car that's in a good parking spot, why don't I ask my parents if I can borrow a table from them? So they have this table. Well, what else? We had to pick up two things that night. Tables and chairs. Something else. What? We had to go to FedEx. We had to go to FedEx. Oh, yeah. wedding invitations. Our wedding invitations came in. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you were jamming that day. I was, j- holy shit, that's right. So for every reason on a school night, we decided mm-hmm. to jam. Yes. Drive to FedEx. Yes. Wait 20 minutes in line to get that. Then drive all the way to Mississauga. Yeah. And go there. So <laughs> keep going. So I, I was fine with it. Right? I can do all these things. Yeah, no, no. It was nice enough for your parents to give us their table. And chairs, and cutlery, and turkey platter. And, and I'm like, sorry, we're fitting all this in our car? Yeah, and we did, didn't we? Yeah, no, that's why the car is awesome. It's deceivingly large. It's like Mary Poppins' bag. So we got home, and then I was like, okay, this is great. You know how to assemble the table. And it basically meant rearranging our apartment to fit the width of two long tables put together. So we ended up pushing our couches back, our coffee table the opposite way. We moved our gray one-seater from Jason beside our Christmas tree. And then we literally rotated the dining room table so it was facing the other way and put all the chairs around it. So the only challenge was, amongst all these other challenges, was that I said I wanted to cook a turkey. Because I'm like, Maddie, our friend, usually cooks a Christmas turkey. Right? Sure, and how many times have you <coughs> how many times have you made a turkey? Neville. <laughs> and everyone you've talked to, they said making a turkey is easy. It's like making like hamburger helper, right? In, <laughs> no, it's tough. Well, they're like it's not hard as much as it's like a monstrosity to deal with. So what size turkey were you thinking of getting? Not a little one. No, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. So I got a twenty pound turkey as my first claim to fame. Sorry, turkey. what's that? A 20-pound turkey, as my claim to fame turkey, right? And so I was so excited, but, like, equally nervous about this turkey. You can post the picture of this one, too. I don't think I actually posted a picture of my turkey. That's because we don't have a picture of the turkey. No, I do. No, you have a video of Chris taking the turkey and moving it to a table, but you didn't take any picture of it. No, the raw turkey. The raw turkey, yeah. Right. That's just the old picture that your brother Carl made. What? So, Kavlin? Yeah. We're just popping some holes in our throats right now. So, um, so this turkey, where did you go? Did you go to, like, Farm Boy or something like that? No, we don't have a Farm Boy. So, <laughs> I asked um, my friends at work, Vivian and Marina, because they usually cook turkeys for their families. I'm like, where do you guys go to get turkeys? And I'm like, the one problem is it can't be frozen. Like, it needs to be a flesh turkey and so then they're like oh you can order a flesh turkey um from this place called rope farms and so i was like okay where is this rope farms i called three rope farms to pre-order a fresh turkey to pick up on friday afternoon so i could cook it that afternoon to be ready for friday evening yeah so the problem is is that I was planning to take the day off so I could do all these things, but I actually had to work on a pretty, like, again, yeah. important presentation, That's good. which was super exciting, but made going to get this turkey a little bit challenging. Where did you have to go? 
Mm, it was like Leslieville, so it was like Queen and Logan. But I'm sure it was easy to like drive down Queen Street and park and everything. No, right? and so the other thing is, and you never underestimate how stressful parallel parking on Queen Street is in the rain. Not ready to carry a turkey, a 20-pound turkey by yourself. I also was so stressed out parking, I forgot to bring the um, tote bag to carry the turkey. So when I got there, I called ahead. They're like, yep, we have your turkey. I get to the place, parallel park. It was a shit show. Got in the place in the rain. They're like, oh, we actually don't have your turkey. And I'm like, what? what? No, the guy's like, we don't have fresh turkeys. I'm like, bitch, please. I ordered this two days ago. I'm having a party. I literally just called. And he's like, are you sure you called the right number in this, like, condescending tone? I'm like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, I spoke to a girl, which I'm pretty sure it's that girl over there because her voice is similar. And so he's like, okay, let me go check again. Then he, like, disappeared for, like, literally, like, what could be, like, five minutes in the background. And then he found my turkey. And so I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Okay. And it was, like, so big, but not overwhelming just yet. No, a 20-pound turkey was not overwhelming. No, and so then I paid for it. He gave me a meat thermometer. He carried it in the rain back to the car. So I wasn't. So he gave me it in a grocery bag, and I'm like, this thing is going to break as I like run across Queen Street. Was it his first day working there or some shit? No, he knew what was up. And so then he's like, just cook the turkey <coughs> for like 430 degrees or something for four and a half hours or some shit like that or whatever. But, like, I had been studying to cook this turkey for the past week as if I was studying for my LSAT. Like, if somebody quizzed me, it's like, what are you putting in that turkey? I'm like, onions, green apples, garlic, sage, thyme, rosemary, butter kind of thing. I had this shit down. So I finally get it into the car, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Loblaws really quickly to return back to the apartment in time for a meeting. So I'm like... That show supermarket sweep where I'm literally like mm-hmm. running through the aisles getting everything. And I'm like, okay, I can do this all. And like to be fair, usually you and I go grocery shopping together for a party. Yeah. This was the only one I kind of did all by myself. Yeah, you did a good job. And so I was like, oh, it's so hard to hold all this shit. Oh. Welcome to my life because I carry the milk. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not yeah. all the time. Today I only gave you the meat, I carried the ginger ale. Yeah, ginger ale's not heavy, though. Two liters. I carried the ribs. Um, so then, I got home. I had to do this meeting. It's about 12 o'clock at this point. And so I'm like, it's about... I got two hours to make or break this turkey to yeah. get it in the oven for seven. But, the, but then, <coughs> around one o'clock, I get a phone call from you. And I was like, oh, God, if you guys know us, if I ever get a phone call from you, especially during work, most likely nine times out of ten, it's not... For a good reason. No, I either broke my head, broke my tooth. Yeah, it's like the last two times Ferris called me, one was to tell me someone died, and the other was to tell me you broke your tooth. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, people, when they generally call me, it's not for good news, it's for no. bad news. So it's like, you were calling me, I was like, oh, I was, it's like, oh, because I knew it was raining, so I'm like, oh, shit, I hope you're okay, like you didn't get into a car accident yeah. or something like that. And then, uh, it was... Not a bad call, but it wasn't a good call. No. It was a frantic call. It was a frantic call. So I put the turkey on the counter, and I called you, and I was like, oh, my God, John, I can't touch the turkey. And then you were like, what? I'm like, well, there's a big problem, because how are you going to make a turkey if you I was like, I don't know, I can't touch this turkey. And so you're like, why, like, you just have to do it. And I'm like, I can't do it. And I was trying to get the guilt for you to just come home so you could do it. I knew you were budge. 
if mm-hmm. I if there's any slither of chance I could have came home early, I would have been there. There's just not. It's working on some big shows. I know. So then I was like, oh. And then I'm like, Sean said he had the day off. So I was like, and now I realize he was probably busy, do, busy doing, doing things. Right? But then at the same time, I was like, can you help do this turkey? And he's like, hey, Val, I just can't, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, don't worry. He's like, don't worry. Everybody knows this is a huge feat. Not everyone can cook a turkey. I'm like, Sean, that is not the right answer. Right? I want to cook a great turkey. Right? Right? But now it's like the time window to cook this turkey is getting smaller and smaller because I'm like, if I don't get it in the oven by 2 p.m., we are fucked. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, oh, let me call my dad and mom and see if they're there and I'll put them on FaceTime to be like, how to cook a turkey. So what do every parent love to do? help you cook a turkey exactly every parent wants to help out which is like super great i think the problem is i was equally looking for my dad to just drive downtown to do the turkey why didn't you (laughs) drive to mississauga with the turkey have them make it pick it up and drive it home then i have to wait for it they make it the day before no, that's gross that's gross that's really gross day old turkey's gross day old turkey we're giving people 45 day old ribs at our wedding huh Keep going. So, no, it's 45-day age beef. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Ribeye. Yeah? <laughs> um. So then I put my dad on FaceTime, and he's like, for those listeners, like, I might sound like a giant old wuss, but I there's just something so gross about touching this turkey. You didn't want to put your hand in its asshole. I don't want to put my hand on it, period. Like, I don't know why, why I become... Why are so grossed out? It's the same thing. I don't touch chicken anymore. Well, why? I don't know. There's just something so gross about all, like, in real life, I would eat seafood and beef all day. There's something so <coughs> gross to me about poultry just disgusts me. Hmm. And Maybe so, you're a vegetarian. But I'm not. I like beef. So then I was like, like, you chucked all the chicken. Yeah. Right? I don't touch it till we cook it. And yeah. so... Um, what you gonna call it? So my, I get my dad on FaceTime, and he's like super excited to help out. But he's like, okay, just stick your hand in there. I'm like, stick my hand in where? And I'm like, yo, I've studied for this. This is crazy. How do I not know what to do with this? So he's like, you gotta just stick your hand in there as if it's like a pumpkin and clean out all the stuff inside. I'm like, what stuff is gonna be inside of it? And then he's like, just goop around in there. And I'm like, oh, I need gloves. And so then I. It's like you're cleaning out a pumpkin. It's not the same. And so then he's like, okay, so I went and go get gloves. And so he's like, what do you need gloves for? And I'm like, oh, God. Then I lost a glove inside the turkey. No wonder it was a little rubbery. No. I got tongs and took it out. But then he's like, okay, you have to pull out the neck. I'm like, there is no neck. And he's like, no, the neck inside the turkey. I'm like, there is no neck. I'm like, they cut it off. And he's like, but it's inside the turkey. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a neck inside the turkey. And so, like, when I tell you the look of disgust going in there, it was like putting your arm. And because this 20-pounder was so big, it literally went from my fingertips up to, like, my what is this part of my arm my bicep yeah like my bicep right and so i'm like reaching in there i i feel something that feels like i don't know what what can i like the handles of a rolling pin like that kind of um what you can call it size and i like pull it out and it's like this like four inch 
thing of meat and I'm like oh and I like fling it in the sink and my dad's just laughing and he's like that's the neck and I'm like why who why would they give you the neck of the turkey the most flavorful part I don't think so and so then he's like okay that should be it and then he's like okay um stuff it so I ended up stuffing it and then as soon as I like this is the same thing as like I guess like riding a bike once you touch it once you're like okay I get it now like shit's just gotten real so then there's one part where I had to like put the butter and shit underneath the skin of the turkey and that was really disgusting and I didn't want to do that either and so then I was just disgusted by that whole experience but then I just got with it and so then I'm like oh my god I can't even lift it because I had to like rotate it and I'm like why aren't you home the whole experience stressed me out to be honest but then I felt really fulfilled when I did it yeah so so then forward to your actual party so (coughs) then I did (coughs) we're dying here I can't eat this anymore. Yeah. Um, so then... Fast forward to 35 people coming over for this No, no, dinner. no, like 16 of your closest friends and family came over. And so I was really excited. Like, I love having a full apartment, yeah, friends joking around. For whatever reason, even though I texted all these idiots that I was cooking dinner, they're all like, you're making a turkey? Like, they're, everyone was just so excited. So, that made me happy, too, because I think there is something to be said about, like, doing, like, a fun dinner with friends kind of thing versus just, like, come over and drink. Yeah. So, we obviously did that, too. And you always are good at entertaining with the food and drinks, this and that, Mm -hmm. and my job's always entertainment, and did I not provide two of the best entertainments that night? Best playlist. And best experience was, and I highly recommend this, if you do this, you have a party and you live in an apartment. What? Turn on your big old TV and change it to Lobby Watch. Because <laughs> did we not have hours of fun with Lobby Watch in the background? Yeah, of the reality TV? TV is like hilarious. Everyone loved watching Lobby Watch with Yeah, because like, we spoofed Miranda. Exactly. So then um, it was also really nice <coughs> because even though our kitchen isn't big by any means, uh, Chris and Becca and Ferris were all helping in the kitchen. And Chris kind of took charge of the turkey afterwards, whereas I took charge of drinking champagne. And so yeah. then. Um, it was really great. So we had turkey. We did mashed potatoes. You know, you did turkey. You I made did, mashed potatoes. You made all the food yourself. I did Brussels sprouts. We did carrots. We did salad. We did like eight different types of bread, honey butter. I made these like portobello mushroom pinwheel things, these pastries. We did brie with like blackberries and walnuts. <coughs> and Drink so, some water, please. No, thank you. And so then... I think everybody had, like, a really great time. Nobody fell off the table. Everyone fit properly. Yeah. Um, that was really great. Uh, I think just in general, like, I had a blast. Yeah, it was super fun. It was super it was fun. There birthday. was not really any leftovers, right? Oh, you had a... It was an awesome birthday, and all of your friends came out, which was great. See? We did it well. Yeah. And so, like, here he, here he. I think I remember making a toast at one point. Oh, you did a few things that night. What did I do? You made a toast, you popped something in and out. What? Your tooth. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, a lot. most of it was just like the wedding party, so mm-hmm. it's like nice, because like, <coughs> most of, like, they're all friends, but some of them are just, I feel like we're getting to know each other a bit better mm-hmm. now, which is a lot of fun, so totally. it, was, it was a definite fun experience. Mm-hmm. The music, I was very happy with. 
Yeah, because Cam recognized yeah, I, one song. At the dinner table, it's like, let's give it up for the DJ tonight. So I said, thank you very much, which mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah. And uh, Why was that? What song did he hear that he loved? There were some gorillas he liked. The uh, Narcos theme song. Yeah, he liked Narcos theme <laughs> song. It was a test for the music that we're going to be playing at the wedding, which was cool. Yeah. One of my favorite things yesterday at Ferris's birthday was when we were leaving. I think you were there. And uh, Miss Jackson came on. Yeah. And I was like, this is one of our wedding songs. And everybody's like, really? That's fucking amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Of course. We're going to give the best wedding ever. Obviously. Like, it's going to be so badass. <laughs> so. Well, what <coughs> other birthday experiences did you have then? So then we had to do my real birthday. And so sometimes you're not here on my real birthday, right? So No, that's the one thing is I make sure, because I know how important your birthday is, I never, ever leave you on your birthday. Never. Ever. Except for that one time, right? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? <laughs> What's that from? In my song. Exactly. Um, Just because I know how much... How much it probably sucks having your birthday at the same time as Christmas. So I always make a make it a point to celebrate mm-hmm. your birthday and Christmas separately. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to gifts, I make sure I give you the funner gifts. Is that even a word? More funner? fun. I give you the more fun gifts on your birthday mm-hmm. and give you whatever on Christmas. But just to make a distinct difference. Thank you, John. Yes. So on my birthday... Um, we usually do, uh, we go out and sometimes in the afternoon we'll go see a movie or something and then we'll go out for dinner and then we'll come home and do birthday presents and birthday cake, Mm -hmm. right? So this year was really super fun. We ended up, uh, going to see the most depressing movie, feel good movie of the year called Ben is Back. Yeah, it's either like, you know, biography of Freddie Mercury, (laughs) Mr. Robot Guy, (laughs) or let's go see a depressing movie about heroin (laughs) addicts at Christmas time. Why not? And so it was a good feel good movie. Um, we like the actor in it. Yeah, you're also in love with Julia Roberts these days. No, I'm not. You've been watching all Julia Roberts. First of all, Homecoming. Second, Ben is back. Third, you're watching My Best Friend's Wedding. No, I didn't. Yeah, Julia Roberts. Yeah, but I only watched like 10 minutes of it. And then you always have to watch Legally Blonde. Oh, boy. But keep going. Anyways. And then don't you remember when we were walking home from the movie... We were getting calls from everyone because it's your birthday. My folks called. Mm-hmm. As we're walking home, there's this insane homeless guy throwing old computer equipment against the side of a wall. The Scientology building. Yeah, and so I'm like, uh, very nonchalantly, as you're on the phone with my mom, I'm like, oh, let's just go down this side street. Just stay away from this guy because he was absolutely insane. Yeah, but it was so crazy that I'm like, where are you taking me? Then we're in like the fucking like cobblestone street in 1800s Toronto. And I'm like, where are we? And then I was like, it's too quiet, too eerie. And then we had to call your mom back because I felt so bad because I wasn't listening at, to anything she was saying because I was so disoriented. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so we <coughs> saw the movie, and then we came home, got changed, and then we went to, what is that restaurant called? Carbon Bar. Carbon Bar. Right? For uh, dinner, which was super fun because the last time we went there, we went with Sean and Tesla, which is when we told them we were engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and the food was always really good there. I actually really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, the vibe was really good. But the funny thing was when we were leaving, uh, you're like, I need to use the bathroom. And then, oh, I was, yeah. and then I was like, okay, I'll get our coats and everything. And as I'm like waiting outside, my friend from work comes out, Lou. And I guess you guys were like washing your hands beside yeah. each other. You didn't realize it. Here's a rule of thumb. If you're a guy in the world, if you go use the washroom, you don't look at another person inside <laughs> the washroom. Even if you're done your business and you're washing your hands. Yeah. I had 
gone to the washroom. He had gone to the washroom. He was at the sink before me, washing mm-hmm. his hands. I was as close as I am to you right now. Yeah. And we were just washing our hands, but I was not paying attention. I'm like, I'm not going to look someone in the eyes in the washroom. <laughs> then I come out of the washroom. <coughs> come out of the washroom. I see you talking to someone. I'm like, who are you talking to? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's your friend Lou from work. So, so and then they're like, you guys were just in the bathroom together. Neither of us were like, we're paying attention. No. so But it was so nice to, like, talk to him because I felt like I hadn't gotten a chance to, like, chill with him in a while. So Still need him to RSVP. I know. But, he, but it's so funny to me because a lot of our friends have been like, I love these invitations. I'm like, just love them in RSVP. Um, so, no. So, I was super excited to see him. And then mm. uh, he wished us happy birthday. And then... I appreciate him wishing me a happy no, birthday, too. No, me happy birthday. And then we went home because... You had gotten me Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. Yeah. For my one slice. I asked you if you wanted more. <laughs> person, when I go there, it's like, okay, uh, I'm like, can I get an ice cream cake? They're like, yeah, what what size? I'm like, um, like, well, how many people is it for? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> eight people. I'm like, okay, you're going to want this medium sized cake. I was like, well, give me that large cake instead. <laughs> <laughs> can you be careful, please? <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, but. Anyways. Anyways, so then we ended up coming home, and you got me some cool guy gifts, which what did were you great. Get for your birthday. No, because you put one of my favorite things now is watching the show called It's Supper Time, and so the host Maddie Matherson, he ends up using the scale to describe the style of meal he's making. It's either a small dog, medium dog, or big dog meal. Yeah. And so you put stickers of small dog, medium dog, or big dog presents. Exactly. On my presents underneath Fredericton. And so it was super fun because then I got to open all my gifts in the order of small dog to big dog. Yeah, and I told you this year, I'm like, you know, let's keep our gifts tame this year only because we have a big wedding coming up and this and that because usually we try to top ourselves every year and not in like oh, i'm gonna get you the most expensive gift ever it's more just like what's an experience we can get each other but i'm like you know this year you know please don't give me a, a, <coughs> a present to go see a concert you know in some like hut in you know a remote island because it's just like you know let's just pay for the wedding and take care of that yeah and so we ended up um, okay, so I opened up my first gift. Yeah, and then small dog small gift. dog gifts, which was the book, the book, and my crazy socks. The crazy socks and a Wi-Fi extender, which doesn't work. It fucked up our Wi-Fi. So. Oh no! That's I'm sorry. That's right? okay. The d- intentions were good, and then. But I always get you sock crazy socks. I love my crazy socks, and so that's just a sneak peek because you don't like folding my socks. No, because mm-hmm. it's like, I hate just plain black socks. They're so hard to match. But if you get crazy socks, then it's, it's easy to fold them afterwards. You don't wear crazy socks. No, but I wear socks that have, well, not these ones, but they have, like, patterns on them. Oh, patterns. <laughs> Anyways, going. then you got me two amazing records. Three. Three amazing, oh, yes, because one was still arriving. Yeah. So you got me, which was super cool. You got me Alan Parsons. Yeah, his iRobot album. Which was so good. And then you got me the best of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I've been looking for that gift for years on vinyl. Which was so fucking good. And then as uh, an IOU gift was Boy Genius was in the mail. Exactly. Boy Genius on vinyl is your favorite album (coughs) of the year. So Mm. I was searching high and low in the record stores. Couldn't find it. So I ordered it. 
And unfortunately, it, didn't. it came like the next day, though. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? No, it still looks so exciting. And then you also got me, or was that for Christmas, Guster tickets? No, so then the big dog gift is, what's one thing every time we come home you always stole of mine? Oh, yeah. So Your that was, slippers. So for whatever reason, the sl- I would... Like every few years, I'll buy you new slippers at Christmas. Yeah. But you, whatever, no matter how comfortable they are, you always, you always just want my old raggedy slippers. They're so comfy. And every time we come home, you always run in, jump, and grab my slippers. I'm like, I need my slippers. And you're like, nope. And then you'll be like, I don't know where my slippers are. I'm like, well, they're always right where you leave them, which is right in front of the front well, door. I don't want my slippers. So I was thinking, what's something I can get you that's sentimental and this and that? So I was like, well, how about. If I give you my old, and this sounds stupid, but it's like, if you knew us, it's... It a, makes sense. And uh, I love my slippers. So I ended up buying new slippers <laughs> for myself, <laughs> and which I'm wearing right now, which are super comfortable. And I don't like them. And I was like, I'll give you my old slippers, yeah. but then along with that, I'll also give you tickets, get us tickets to... Guster! Guster. So you open up... <laughs> A shoebox, mm-hmm. and inside the shoebox are my slippers. Exactly, my old slippers, which are your new slippers. That are about four sizes too big for me. But you say they like. They're so much more comfy. And then it was also tickets to go see Guster. Yes, so. at the Moth Club in a couple weeks. Exactly. So. So that one's gonna be super fun. Um, and then we ate ice cream cake. Yeah. Um, and watched probably girls. I think so, pretty much. So that one was really good. And then the other birthday, I think actually happened before my turkey, or no, it was after my turkey birthday. After your turkey birthday, but before your real birthday. Yeah. We did, um, what you want to call it, my family birthday. So I made for us another ice cream cake. <laughs> um, and then we went to my parents' place and we did presents and dinner with the little guys and everyone. So that was super fun. Um, because Ben and Savannah obviously just want cake for any occasion and like blowing out candles. And so... What's one of the cool gifts you got, though? The poster. Oh, my God, the poster. So the weird thing was, um, and this is where I love our family. Like, I think it's just like everyone is so creative, like on both sides. Like, I think that's like a nice, like, we're just all considerate that way. Like, you photoshopped me into Guster. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, okay... So then when Brandon and Ben were here with my mom, like a a month ago, maybe, um, I was going through pictures on my phone, and I ended up showing Brandon on my phone a picture of me, Tesla, and Carson at Booby Ball, and he's like, oh my god, I love that photo, send it to me. And I'm like, that's so weird, it's like, you don't really know Tesla, you don't know Carson, and so he's like, no, he's like, it's such like a great, like, sitcom photo, and I'm like, okay... But okay, why not? So I sent it to him. Never thought anything of it. And then for my birthday, as part of my gift, he gave me, he made like a Netflix show called Val's Triggers. Yeah. Right? And so he used that picture as like an episodic picture for it and blew it up. Uh, so it's super nice because I'm like just excited. <coughs> and it, it does. It's like a picture that makes me happy because it's like perfectly candid kind of thing and so the color is great in it so we're putting it up in the music room we got a frame for it yeah um but yeah i got like a lot of great gifts gifts i got like a cool hat got like a lot of money yeah which was nice and then uh just some like treats and everything but it was nice because i think even like the last few years my birthday's always been like attached to christmas so we don't really do my birthday so it's nice to like kind of break it out a bit uh Uh this time around which was good yeah you got 
four distinct different days where everyone celebrated your birthday, which was good, right? Yeah. Which was nice. And the one thing I just remembered that made me happy on your birthday was I obviously, I, we've talked about before about the uh, Telly Awards that I won this year. Yeah. And we have it on the mantle, and there's been a few times people have come over, and I'm like, I would never be the guy to be like, Yo, come over and look at this award I won. Oh, boy. But it is cool looking, isn't it? Of course it? it's cool. It's like an Oscar. And I remember the day of your bachelorette party, Sean came over, and I'm just like, look at our mantle. <laughs> and I remember I was getting so close. I was just going to be like, oh, do you see this award that I won? Yeah. But then I never did because we got a call that we had to go to the emergency room. Yeah. <laughs> but I was super happy because everyone started to notice the award uh, on, on your birthday, and they're like, this is so cool. Can I grab it? Can I yeah. hold it? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, wow, this is like heavy. Yeah. It looks like it's a legit Oscar. award. I know. So that made me super happy. And it's cool. In the music room, we're going to hang up your poster, mm -hmm. and then we're going to put up my two uh, Tele Award certificates as well. That which is, is exciting. And so I think, how much time? What time? Oh, we can end it. Whenever. I was going to say, do you want to just do Christmas really quick? We can do Christmas, then end this shit. Yeah. So I think, um, <coughs> what you're going to call it? Christmas. We obviously do at my family's house, and then we also, we were figuring out what day we wanted to go to Ottawa. Yeah, we can save celebrate. Ottawa for the following week. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I think it was very much like, Christmas was really great this year because we finally had a car, Yeah. right? Which makes a huge difference driving from like Toronto to Burlington to Toronto to Mississauga to, to Oakville, uh, Oakville to, Ottawa. to Ottawa back here. So we didn't have to rent a car, we didn't have to pick up my mom's car. Yeah. Like, it just made doing things a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so we did Christmas Eve at Brandon's house. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, we're having a new niece. Yeah. In our uh, family, which we're super excited about. Super excited. Another little guy. Yeah. But you can't go absolutely ham anymore with gifts. Of course I can. That's now four little guys. Yeah. You're that means go absolutely insane two part. books, two outfits, one toy. In what universe is that all you get, each person? Yeah? You, first of all, when we were looking for Maddox's gift, and you want... You fucked it up! I was like, he loves trucks, cars, and this and that. I'm like, let's get him this truck that has all these, um, this really big, long truck. It's got room for, like... Whoa, whoa, whoa! It was, like, a, like... It was at least 30 20. centimeters, if 40. 20. No, it wasn't! Either way, it was false advertising. They didn't give you the back... Basically, John bought, like, a truck holder with a cardboard makeshift box thing on yeah. top that lied. He said yeah, they it was, lied. He said it was false advertising. Yeah, but what was Maddox's favorite part about that whole thing was the little tiny car. That's so stupid. And then you, but you wanted to get him, like, this whole mechanic workshop that was, like, you know, five feet by six feet. I'm like, where? how are you even going to transport this? We just put a freaking table, four chairs, and, like, all this <laughs> stuff in our car. So then, <coughs> the only thing is, is because the only thing that slightly frustrated me was because you were off at the beginning of the week. You did all your quote-unquote Christmas shopping, but I'm left to buy, like, everything else. And so I was finally off, so I wanted to do my Christmas shopping, and so you wouldn't let me buy for Maddox what I wanted to do because you were done with shopping. It's because you, we were not, <coughs> it's because it goes back to that time you bought him a car three weeks before his birthday. So? Said, this is part of his birthday. He said, no. It's a and Friday. And I was like, okay, because I fold like a cheap $2 newspaper, <laughs> I said, fine, but this is part of his Christmas gift. No. Nope. And you're like, nope. I want to buy my nephew something. Let me. And so. You bought him like six million things. So? You can get him a ghetto car again. Don't worry. Anyway, so let's we talk went about to. Actual Christmas. So then we went to Christmas Eve. We went to Brandon's house, came home, chilled out. Then Christmas morning, we got up 
ate breakfast and then dove into Christmas presents. Yeah, that was so good. How, how was Christmas presents? Christmas presents were so much fun um, because one, I just, I just, I don't know. I like giving presents as much as I like opening presents, but I also just like, I wish it was snowing, but the whole atmosphere of like sitting with the tree and the lights in our pajamas, opening up presents was so much fun. Yeah, so you got me awesome gifts this year. Got me really cool new bands for my Apple Watch, which mm -hmm. I'm trying to decide which one I want to wear to the wedding now because they're mm -hmm. that good of bands, which mm -hmm. is super cool. Yeah. You got me a couple new records, which I'm super excited which about. Which ones? Got me Childish Gambino's Camp. Yes. And then you get Sass. Yeah, because I didn't know what that was. Yeah, and like that's his first album, which yeah. is so good. I was like, oh, is this getting released now? <laughs> and he's like, no. Nope. <laughs> and then you also got me one of the Young the Giant albums, which is my favorite song, America, on it. Yeah, so, I know. So that was awesome. And then you got me an awesome new jacket. Coat! <laughs> it's a pea coat, to be it's more specific. It's not a pea coat. It's a dress coat. It's a dress coat. <laughs> so you were thinking it will look great for the wedding day. Yeah. With the suit and everything. So my whole thing was wedding attire. Right, just because I'm like, there's a cop. Um, I wanted to just make sure, like, okay, <coughs> cough a little bit closer into that microphone. No, um, I wanted to make sure that you had a jacket to wear to the wedding, and then also just because, like, I think having like a nice dress coat is like something everyone should have. Like, you just get to a certain age, and you should just have one. Right? So I tried to find one. I think you look super handsome in it and everything. And then for my gifts, yeah. you got me. Uh, first of all, I got you. Well, see, again, this might, like, these are just practical gifts. That's why I want to give you the fun gifts for your birthday. So the first mm. thing I got you was cutting boards yeah new cutting boards cause which are good because nothing sticks to them and i think the old cutting boards has so much food fucking cemented inside of that stank like a walrus's butthole must you next and then what else did i get you which was your medium dog gift medium dog i'm trying to do sign language i don't know who you're signing a list <laughs> a book I thought the book was for my thingy. A cookbook. Oh, the cookbook. Oh. Maddie Matherson's cookbook. This is like when we went to Loblaws today and we forgot that we brought a $50 gift card. And like, how would you like to pay? Credit card, please. Ah, whatever. It's still cheap. But it's such a good cookbook. I didn't even know Maddie Matherson made a cookbook. He's a chef. Yeah, I don't know. So we have to look into his recipes. And then what did I get you as the big dog gift? Big dog gift was a new cookpot. Which is cooler than it sounds. No, <laughs> of course it is. It's also nice because I'm like, we have the tiniest crockpot I won in a like raffle. Three jobs ago. Three jobs ago, raffle. And it only cooks like less than one serving per person. Yeah. Um, so we were like, okay, not to say like, we need a lot of food, but it was. It's nice that this one is like a bit more industrial. It's a we bit can more fit modern. More food, fit ribs in there, full chicken, all kinds of good stuff. So like that. it's pretty badass, and we made our first meal on it. Mm -hmm. Right, we made a stew, and mm -hmm. I thought it came out pretty well. Yeah, it was delicious. Um, so that was delicious, and so mm -hmm. we just need to get more big guy, mem big dog memories. Yeah, and then we went to your brother's house for Christmas chaos. Mm, Christmas chaos. So that was insane because everybody's like presents, everything's flying, kids are screaming. 
Um, balloons are popping. John's sitting by himself at the end of a table <laughs> on the kids' table. Um, so it was good. It was like a, I would say like a long day. Yeah. Um, what you're gonna call it? And so I think we were all just like exhausted. By the time we got home, we also dropped off my parents mm-hmm. and everything. So I think it was like it was definitely like a really fun day, but like just a really long day. Yeah, the holiday times. It's also obviously just a chaotic, busy time where you have to see family and friends. And mm-hmm. it's like, even though we were off for two, two and a half weeks, it's like, where did the time go? Yeah, I also don't feel like we were off-off for the most part because we were, like, everywhere. And then I did feel like there was, um, whatchamacallit, we ended up, like, seeing a bunch of friends, like, in between certain days. And then, like, there's still, like, trail-off, like, still working kind of things. And then... Um, but yeah, it was still like super fun, and then we drove to Ottawa. Yeah, we'll right? save so that for next week. We'll save it for next week. Well, we are at that time where we gotta end this beach, beach, beach. beach. I was trying to say bitch, but I said beach, so beach. Beach. And seeing as it was your birthday, I guess you can have the band of the week this week if you want. Yeah, so I want it to be Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers because I wanted that album forever. Yeah, I was so happy when I finally saw it on vinyl. I was, I was trying to like buy it from any website, mm. but they never put out his greatest hits on vinyl. So so good, and now we see it everywhere. Well, yeah, because they just put it out yeah, on vinyl. So I'm like, oh man. So which um, Tom Petty song do you? So like? I want uh, "Last Dance with Mary Jane." Is that your favorite song? Yeah. Is that all you have to say about that? Oh no, I just I love Tom Petty, and so like. One thing I love about all the vinyl we got this year, kind of like the book you gave me, I read the book literally one entire morning you gave yeah. me and finished it. We listened to all five records over yeah. Christmas and like the entirety of the Tom Petty album, which I'm like rediscovering songs that I didn't know or yeah. didn't know I liked so much. Um, so yeah, Last Dance with Mary Jane is possibly like my top two songs by him. Yeah, when we make dinner tonight, we have to pull out a random record. Yeah. I said we use one of my dad's records. Stravinsky? <coughs> Can you not give me that lip? <laughs> There'll be no classical music <laughs> unless it's Dostoyevsky. No! Okay, so why don't you key up the band of the week? So the band of the week is Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And the song is? Last Dance with Mary Jane. That's how we always introduce I it. I felt like I did it four times. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> R.I.P. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605. You'll see the picture of the Ratmobile. May that guy rest in scum. And the turkey. And the turkey. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at ValGomez23. And until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be healthy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Tall and screw up right with the Indiana boys on an Indiana night. Well, she moved down here at the age of 18. She blew the boys away, it was more than they'd seen. I was introduced and we both started grooving. She said, I dig you, baby, but I got to keep moving. Summer
tired of screwing up, I'm tired of going down, I'm tired of myself, I'm tired of this town. Oh my my, oh hell yes, honey put on that party dress, buy me a drink, sing me a song, take me as I come cause I can't stay long. Let's dance with Mary Jane, one more time to kill the pain. John Mallon and Val Gomez.